Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook by searching for Gone Boss. Today's episode is brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at schaeferleadership.com. What do they have coming up? An in-person lunch and learn. It is on January 10th. That's, That's a Tuesday. That's because it's 2023. I know. We're, we're back. This is not 2020 anymore uh, or 2021. It's not all virtual anymore. It's in-person. Yes. We're doing a combo of in-person and virtual. So some of these will be virtual. But this week's is in-person lunch and learn Tuesday, January 10th from 1130 to 1 at the Innovation Connector. It is entitled Breaking Down the Big Stuff. Breaking it down. Breaking it down. So it's taking a nod from author Anne Lamont's story and book by the same name, Bird by Bird. It's a reminder to break down our large to-do list and overwhelming projects, our yearly KPIs, key performance indicators. I'm glad you spelled that out for us. Thank you. You're welcome. Anytime. And anything else that has us stuck. This workshop will discuss how we take our tasks and our lives one thing at a time. And it is the new year. Like, yeah. you, this is when you do that kind of stuff. So yeah. Take, I'm glad Schaefer Leadership is putting this together. So it is Tuesday, January 10th from 1130 to 1. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Michelle Owen. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Excellent. So tell me your title, because I know you're kind of split between two organizations right now. I have recently started using Human Hat Rack, because oh. I wear a lot of hats. I like that. Um, primarily, I am the uh, communications director for the city of Muncie, and I also am the executive director of Family Alliance, which is a small nonprofit that works with single moms. Okay, excellent. So tell me about Family Alliance. What do you do with, with that organization? Yeah, um, I'm really passionate. My background was in trauma counseling. I worked in domestic violence care for a little while, and I loved working with the families, but I really wanted something a little bit more long-term, because when you bring someone to a crisis shelter, you get to work with them for about six weeks, and then they go off, hopefully, Mm -hmm. to better things, but you don't really know um, if they have everything they need. So at Family Alliance, we're really a long-term solution for that. We really work with the families, and the ultimate goal is workforce development. So if somebody needs education in order to get a job that's going to pay for their family's needs, then we can help them with the traditional education route or trade school or associate's degrees. Or if somebody's ready to just go into the workforce, but maybe need some professional development coaching, we can help them make sure that they're successful there. Okay, excellent. Now, shifting to the other side of your job, what do you do? So you're the communications director for City of Muncie. What does that entail? I love getting to work with communication. It's turning into such a huge passion for me. Um, Day to day, I run our social media pages, I write press releases, and try to make sure that people know about information that's going on in Muncie. Uh, But there's also a lot of trying to figure out who isn't getting information or what channels we could be using to make sure that nobody is left out of the loop and that everyone feels confident that they know where to get accurate information. So that's kind of a long-term project, but it's a lot of helping people figure out 
the answers to their questions and making sure that people feel heard. And I really love just getting to do that every day. Nice. I like that. So tell me a little bit about yourself. That's such a great question. I know. Where to begin, <laughs> <Open-ended>. right? <laughs> I, um, like I said, human hat rack, I love to be involved in the community. So I have a lot of passion projects. I have a lot of hobbies that I like to do. I'm a very community oriented person and I love connecting to people in very real, authentic ways. Um, I, my business partner and I own a dance studio downtown and that's been a whole kind of six year process of growing this community of social dancing and helping people realize how they can connect better to other people. I, um, love my neighborhood. I live in the old West end and get to really be part of a neighborhood that's starting to be on the upswing hopefully, and, um, has a lot of potential and historic homes that can be revitalized. So I I always try to be part of a lot of stuff and I like being being part of what's going on in Muncie. Excellent. So are you a Munsonian? Are you from here or are you a transplant? I'm a transplant. Okay. I uh, grew up on the west side of Indy, but okay. I came for Ball State and I just fell in love with Muncie. So it's been about nine years. Okay. And it's definitely home now. I think we can claim, yeah, you can claim it now for sure. <laughs> okay. It's official. <laughs> Excellent. Well, good. Uh, what do you like? What's one of the things you like most about Muncie? I think what really convinced me to stay was just seeing how much of an impact I could have in a big city like Indianapolis or Chicago. It takes a long time to build a career where you really get to see the result of your work. But as a student, as I was graduating and as I was in grad school, I kept looking around and seeing people my age who were making a really meaningful difference in the community. And I saw women in power. I saw people who are sometimes more marginalized Mm -hmm. who really were treated fairly and had an opportunity to make a big difference. And I really wanted to be in a community where I could actually see the impact of my work. So I heard you say you're a dancer. What kind of dancing do you do? I do partner dancing. So I'm useless by myself. Don't put me in the middle of the floor. I don't know what to do. Uh, But if there's another person there, then I get to have a conversation with them. And that really helps. So we do ballroom, salsa, swing, tango, any anything that revolves around that communication with another person. Oh, that's that's awesome. I am terrible at dancing. I don't know what to do by myself or with another person. And Matt says I don't know how to let uh, him lead, <laughs> which is maybe a problem. <laughs> that is a really, uh, that's a comment we get a lot. And that's actually something we do differently. Most studios kind of automatically assign roles. We encourage our students to learn both because some women really enjoy leading because you get to steer and you get to make decisions. Um, And a lot of men really enjoy following because it's fun and you get to kind of see another perspective. So that's one of the things that's really different in the overall community is that our dancers know how to dance both parts. And that's really fun. Okay. I like that. Well, we might have to check that out then. So what kind of professional organizations are you associated with? I am a member of a couple different networking groups. I am part of the BNI Cardinal Success on Wednesday mornings and Hope, which is a networking group that also does a lot of nonprofit volunteering and fundraising. I uh, actually just recently was appointed to the Muncie Housing Authority Board. That'll start in January. Uh, So I'm very excited to get to serve there as well. Um, 
I've been part of uh, a couple other groups. I have a lot of great connections with Rotary and Altrusa, mm-hmm. and sometimes something has to come off my plate just so I have time. But oh, I'm absolutely. looking forward to getting back involved in some of those because they're all wonderful, wonderful organizations. Oh, yeah. Matt and I always say you could find a, a group to be to be with every day of the week here oh, in Muncie. Yes. Uh, and you just have to pick and choose which ones fit you and your schedule and your passions and like your you know, personal mission statement and all Definitely. that. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me something that's on your bucket list. Might be easier to start with what isn't. Okay. Um, I am a very ambitious person. I love exploring and doing things. So there are a lot of uh, travel opportunities I really want to do. I would love to do some traditional tango in Argentina and Ooh. just get to explore the country. I started doing triathlons over quarantine, and that's become a big passion. So there are a couple bucket list races. I uh, would love to compete in the Norsemen, which is a crazy, difficult, full-distance triathlon where you start out in a Nordic fjord and you end up on top of a mountain. Just, you know, fun stuff. (laughs) Fun stuff. Um, a A lot of travel, a lot of getting to see the world, and then a lot of work goals. So just different things that I want to accomplish and knowing that I'm leaving behind a legacy of some kind. Excellent. So how many triathlons have you done? I have done two. I did the 70.3 distance in 2021. That was my first race, actually. I'd never done a 5K. Wow. I mean, you just like jump into the deep end. Yeah, it was... (laughs) (laughs) Fortunately, Prairie Creek wasn't too deep because I'm not a very strong swimmer, but... Uh, and then this last uh, fall, I did a 140-mile race in Maryland. Okay. In- interesting. I admire all of you people who do that. I, that's something that is not on my bucket list, but I <laughs> admire those of you who do. Absolutely. What gets you truly excited about life? That is a great question. I, I think the thing that really excites me about life is how many possibilities there are. So when I look back at where I was five years ago, I had no idea that I would be here. And I have no idea where I'm going to be in five years. But I do know that the things that seem daunting now aren't going to be affecting me. Uh, they're just not going to be part of the picture. And the really life-changing experiences and opportunities and relationships that are going to mean the most, I haven't even found yet. So just thinking about the potential and what could happen at any time is is really encouraging and brings me a lot of perspective. So I think as long as I'm intentional about the choices that I make and don't get too caught up on what I expect or what I think the plan is going to be, Uh, life can bring you some really, really beautiful things. Okay. All right. So moving on to some more fun questions, not so heavy. Um, Are you an early bird or a night owl? I like to think that I'm kind of some sort of perpetually tired duck. Okay. Um, I, I'm definitely an early bird. I, I like being up and at it before anybody else wakes up. I thought you might be. I heard you say B&I, uh, and they're like a morning chapter and, and all, all yeah, of that. Yeah, we, we meet at 7.30, and I usually try to spit in a swim beforehand. Oh, so my I'm goodness. Showing up with my hair wet. I don't know if that group has ever seen me with dry hair, but that's all right. They're a good, someday. they're nice accepting group, so they don't. They like. are. They yeah. are. Yeah. Awesome. So early bird. Good job. What's your favorite band or artist? I, I, again, 
being a dancer, I love any music that I can dance to. So my Spotify is so confused about who I am as a person because I have classic 40s swing music and waltzes and then really modern pop songs and things like that. But anything with a good beat that that gets me moving. Okay. Have you ever met anyone famous? I don't think I have. Okay. There's plenty of time, right? Yeah. (laughs) What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie changes quite a bit. Right now I'm really loving Arrival. Uh, It's just this beautiful story about life and potential and choosing to make hard decisions um, just because you know that that there might be some beautiful choices even though you know something might be difficult along the way. Um, So that might be my favorite movie right now. Okay, excellent. What's your hidden talent? Something you're good at that people might not know? Other than running triathlons and dancing. (laughs) I am a black belt. I got my black belt with the former um, coach of the North Korean Olympic judo team. Wow. Okay. That's my claim. So I guess I have met someone famous, sort of. (laughs) Okay. Famous in that realm, in that area. Absolutely. Okay. Wow. That's so it seems like you're an athletic kind of person. Ish. I never would have described myself that <laughs> okay. way. And then it just kind of kept adding up. I was like, yeah, I guess I, I'm kind of an athlete now. Okay. Uh, I was always the nerdy choir drama art kid in high school, never played organized sports. Um, but I just think movement is really important and it's really important for our health uh, mentally and physically. So being able to find that side of me that I didn't know was there has been really rewarding. Okay. Excellent. What is something you wish you had known when you first started out? Mm. I really wish I had known how important it is to be genuine. I think when I was starting out, I had all of these ideas of what it means to be professional and polished and kind of tried to fit myself into some boxes in, in a lot of ways. And recognizing that people really crave authenticity and if you are completely genuine and passionate about the things that you're passionate about, you're going to meet the right people and people are going to connect with you in the right ways. And the opportunities that you get are actually going to be right for you instead of for the person that you're pretending to be. All of the major you know, life-changing opportunities I've had were because of passion projects. I met the board of Family Alliance through dance students. Um, those were connections that I made at the dance studio. A lot of my, the the connections that led to me pursuing the City of Muncie job were because I got to train for the triathlon with uh, with Dan Ridenauer. Uh We were in a swim group together on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and that really encouraged me to start looking into local government as a possible career path. So being genuine and pursuing the things that are important to you will open a lot more doors than you think they will. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Michelle. It was great to have you here today. Thank you so much. I really enjoy the opportunity. It was great to get to chat. No problem. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Bye. So, you know, we took a year off. We did. Some people, I don't know, did realize that, but we did. <laughs> we did. We did 100 and, what do we say, 48 episodes? Almost 150 episodes. Uh, uh, almost. Uh, before we, we stopped. We went on a hiatus, if you will. So in December of 2021, we stopped. We were done. 
We did. Yes. We weren't going to do it anymore. We were done. And it w- we didn't stop because we ran out of people. Like, no. Oh, no. no we no. we still have a long list. A long list. Now, if somebody does want to... If you want to be on the show... Nominate or be on the right. show... You can nominate yourself. That's fine, too. What do they have to do? Just... Yeah. Shoot us an email or see me, see us out and about and around... Send us an email so I can actually yeah, keep track of it. it if you see me around <laughs> town and you say it, I'll probably forget. But yeah, we're always looking for new people to be on the show. So yeah, nominate someone or nominate yourself if you want. But so we didn't stop because we ran out of people. We stopped because... We ran out of time. We ran out of time. <laughs> <laughs> so as you know, 2021, we... Acquired. Ac- acquired a book of business from Williams Printing in Farmland. And that was a big undertaking. Um, it ran That opened up an entire county to us that we... Had not focused on. Uh, yeah, it opened up a whole new county. It opened up a bunch of new clients, potential clients, and relationships and all that. So we, I, me, yeah. needed time to wrap my arms around that to really kind of fig- make sure if I do something, I want to do it well, and I don't want to just do it halfway. So I, like, there was only so much time. We could interview all these great people and do this podcast, or I could focus on making sure our business was going to grow and do what it was supposed to do. Which so, it did. Which it did. And yes. Which was great. And we've, I feel like we've got a good handle on it now. Um, and then also while we were on, on our hiatus, I had lots of people over like the course of like four months be like, oh, I really love your podcast. I'm like, <laughs> oh, do you? Because we haven't put out a new one in months. But okay. And we opened up an, a whole office. Oh, that's true. We did. We opened up a whole nother office in Winchester. And everybody uh, that, that talks to me that I see out and about says, Oh, we love Angie's Winchester Wednesdays. Yes, my Winchester Wednesdays. Now, I did do like a whole series of TikToks every day for four months straight. Nobody gives... How'd that go? Nobody gives a crap about those. (laughs) (laughs) But Winchester Wednesdays, everybody talks about that. Because it's catchy. It's catchy. It's fun. I try to find different places in Winchester or Randolph County to do it in front of or whatever. Now that it's winter, you know, now it's inside in our office, but that's okay. So yeah, everybody loves the Winchester Wednesdays and everybody loves our banter together. Um, yeah. So when we were bringing this podcast back together again, I was like, let's just do the interviews. Like, keep me out of no it. No banter. You can, host you can do it all. Because I didn't have a plan yet of how to, how to not have it be a big time suck. For because, both of us. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, we not only did the interviews together, uh, I edited some, you edited a lot. Right. And then you like produced it and put it together. So So now we're done with that because we found a solution. We have someone who's helping us out. (laughs) So Zoe is going to be our editor and all that good stuff. Um, She's working for us behind the scenes. So neither one of us have to, like it was every Saturday night I was editing at like midnight. Yeah. We're still (laughs) dropping every Tuesday. Yep. Still every Tuesday. Still interviews. Now here's what we have changed a little bit. Yeah. We... Instead of Matt and I doing the interviews together, we're going to do them separately. Yes. So you might hear me interviewing somebody one-on-one. You might hear Matt interviewing somebody one-on-one. That way it kind of frees up our time. We don't both have to be in the studio together. We also have a mobile recording unit. So now we can go mobile. Like one time we had Betty Kendall come in and Mm -hmm. do an interview, which was great, but it was hard to like get her here and in the studio and all that now yeah, we i can, miss betty too i know oh my gosh we lost her last year last year so this time you know if there are people who are in assisted living facilities we want to interview we can go there and talk to them if it makes more sense for us to go to somebody's like office or factory or whatever we can do that and um, definitely you'll hear more randolph county people yes being interviewed now because again 
that's where we are. Right. And we wanted to expand it not to just Delaware County because we've got awesome yes. people in Delaware County and that's great. But we've got awesome people in Randolph County, Jay, Jay County, County, Henry County, wherever it might be. If they're a cool person, we want to talk to them. We There's are, some cool people in Richmond too. So I mean, there might, Wayne be cool, County. there might be cool people in Wayne County too. I'm sure <laughs> there are. Um, and so we want to talk to about cool people and we want to open it up to uh, trans people, non-binary people, all of that. Maybe if there, people keep saying, Angie, are you going to have men on and i'm like probably not <laughs> maybe still gonna have a very female heavy focus yes. but if there's some random we are not limited right if there's some random awesome dude who hasn't had a chance to tell his story somewhere okay maybe but i feel like dudes still get a they get a shot to tell their story like everywhere because everybody listens to them so we are going to focus primarily on women non-binary that kind of thing yeah, but anybody in any county, anywhere, we're going to talk to them. And if you want to nominate someone or even yourself, again, just shoot Angie an email, angie at farmhousecreative.net. She'll take care of it yep. from there. I do all the scheduling, all the booking, and all that good stuff. So just let me know. Love to have people nominate yourself. People are always like, oh, no. No, if you don't toot your horn, who is? So if you think you're awesome and you want to talk on the podcast... Let me know. We're back, baby. We're back. Welcome back. Welcome back. See, couldn't get away from my singing. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching GoneBoss. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. Have a great rest of your day and don't forget to tune in next week to find out who has Gone, gone Boss. boss. Yes.